What are you reading, Alex? Oh, I'm reading the compendium for uh, Spawn. Compendium 1. We have the movie of the year. Tenet. Actually, when I was working overnights, I listened to like the entirety of the Dark Knight's metal storyline as like a, a podcast. Hey guys, welcome back to Ron's favorite place to be. We're your hosts, Edward, Anthony, Noah, and now we have Alex. Dude, we should make a podcast. That being said, it's time to hang 10 with your top entertainment news of the week. About what? Well, it's like something that we all had like in common. Like, what's something that we could all like talk about for a while? We always talk about movies and stuff. Like, movies that just came out. So, Alex, 1 yes. to 10, no decimals. Uh, 1 to 10, no decimals for the movie. Uh, solid 9. Find your lack of faith disturbing. Yeah, I'm down, Anthony. We should do like cool. different segments too. Like we should have like a, a game, like an icebreaker, and then maybe, maybe we can read some like movie news or like entertainment news. Dude, what if we do like what if we call ourselves like spam mail? Everyone listening, we have a huge announcement to close out the pod. What if we do the hooligan hangout? If you guys are new to our podcast, make sure to check out our previous season. Welcome to the hooligan hangout. Alright guys, so just real quick, welcome back to the Hooligan Hangout. Um, we are going to be, from now moving forward, we are going to be separating our reviews from our news from a new segment we have called Unhinged, where if you want to just hear us bullshit and talk about other stuff in our lives and just, you know, kind of hang out, get a little taste of us every day, um, then you gotta listen to that. So they're gonna be uploaded, uh, pods will be uploaded, I mean like reviews will be uploaded on Thursdays on YouTube and on our any podcast platform. Saturday, the news will be uploaded on YouTube and any podcast platform. And then on Monday, all of our unhinged stuff will be up on all podcast platforms. It'll be like a little treat for all of our podcast listeners. So, yeah, so basically we're going to record the whole podcast as normal with a little extra content. And then instead of releasing it, the whole podcast on one day, it's the we're going to split into three different episodes per week, like Noah said. Yes. And then the whole episode should be out. On Monday too, if you just want to watch the whole whole episode at a time every Monday. Yes, absolutely. So uh, yeah, we're gonna get right into it. All right. So this week we watched uh, M Night Shyamalan's newest film, Knock at the Cabin. Me. Means me and Noah because Edward <clears throat> didn't watch it. No, he was a uh, he was stinky and busy to this week. But uh, Knock at the Cabin is based on the novel The Cabin at the End of the World. Starring Dave Bautista, Jonathan Groff, and Ben Aldridge, just to name a few. Give a quick synopsis. While vacationing at a remote camp cabin in the woods, a young girl and her parents are taken hostage by four armed strangers who demand they make an unthinkable um, choice to avert the apocalypse. Confused, scared, and with limited access to the outside world, the family must decide what they believe before all is lost. So, uh, initial thoughts. Non-spoiler, of course, real quick. <clears throat> I will say that for the most part is pretty straightforward. Um, yeah. You can expect exactly what you get from the trailer. Like the trailer is a pretty dead on representation of what the movie is. Too. Yeah. The trailer sets out to, set the tone, set the premise of the movie, and it does get into it pretty quick and right away. 
like Anthony said, it's pretty simple. I feel like it's a, it's not necessarily a twist. I would say I, because to me, I thought it was fairly obvious. Maybe others right. don't, but I thought it was obvious. And then at times, you know, the writing is a bit, um, a little bit shoddy. But um, but that, there are still things that you don't necessarily expect, or I guess some things that happen that. You know, you just didn't see coming into the movie, but nothing like huge. It does do a great job at, um, at being very suspenseful because since yeah. the apocalypse is coming, that's kind of like the deadline they have, right? Like it's a, it's a ticking, ticking clock, running clock, going until the apocalypse. And I do think it is a it is based on the book, but I also think in general it's just kind of a unique concept that really has you debating whether certain character choices were right or wrong, and. It all takes place in, for the most part, one room, honestly. Yeah. And it, surprisingly, I think it did, did that really, really well. Like, Yeah, I was actually coming into the movie, I was actually kind of afraid it was going to suffer because it was in one location. Right. But it, like, it I, I thought, did really well on that. And I thought there'd be a lot of, like, unnecessary dialogue or banter because they right. need to kill time, but... Were, overall, there really wasn't. There's was a few flashback scenes I would have like taken out, but other than that, I thought it was pretty solid. And if you're there for Dave Bautista, he doesn't disappoint. This is probably yeah, he, one of his best performances. He's growing by the day. He talks about he how he wants to get away from ac action roles and take on a more serious role, and he did that really well in this movie. He's showing that he can do that, yeah. And not to take away anything from any of the other, because in my opinion, the other performances were great. Like they they did a good job for what they had from in in those roles. They they weren't as big as Dave Bautista's role, but you know everyone everyone played their part. It was a great cast. I will say, I also like the writing as far as making everyone seem human and like, oh yeah, like everyone was like connected. It's not these monsters going up, they're like actual people, you know, they're just regular people. None of them want to be there. None of them want to be in the situation, but they're all in the situation like together. And we, I guess we can go ahead and say this because it's not necessarily a spoiler. It was in the trailers and it's kind of why you'd go and watch this movie is because they have to make a choice whether the, the strangers go to this cabin to kidnap a family of three. Oh yeah. That, that's good. Not kidnap, but to like, kind of hold them hostage, a family of three, and basically tell them, if one of y'all doesn't die, like, if one of y'all doesn't choose who to die in your family, then, like, humanity's gonna die. Like, the apocalypse is gonna happen. That's the whole choice. And it really, like he said, it humanizes them, and it makes you think about the decision yourself, because even, like, the strangers are humanized. Like, you're, like, trying to decide if they're right or wrong the whole movie. And I also think what it did really well is that it showed almost like a flaw in the stranger's um, plan, I guess. It, it kind of made you think like, oh, I don't know if this is real. I don't know if this is fake. Because it, the movie pointed out like, or one of the characters pointed out like, this is why it's fake. This is why what they're telling isn't true. But then they also, because of the writing, they seem so human. They seem like they didn't want to be there. They didn't want to do any of that. So it was also like, well, they seem genuine so it. I think it is true, but then he's saying that it's not true. And it's kind of hard to tell in some points. And there's even some points where, like, it's like, oh, it's just a coincidence that some things right. are happening around the world. And I will say there were a couple times where I 
was convinced of one thing and then in reality it was another. Yeah, absolutely. Me too. And that's just, uh, it's kind of peak Shyamalan and what he does in a lot of his movies. I know he has, he's been hit or miss with his other films, but I, me personally, I would say this is a film worth looking at from his, um, from his track record, his filmography. I'd, yeah. I'd recommend, honestly, <clears throat> at least once. I also think, uh, I just lost my train of thought. What was I going to say? Oh, you were going to recommend it. <laughs> oh, hold on. I completely forgot what I was going to say. Oh, um, this movie wasn't very long. What was it, like an hour and a half? Yeah, just about. Maybe. It's pretty short. Yeah. I feel like they could have, this could have been a two hour movie if they gave. I, I wish there was a little bit more background, a little bit more knowledge. I know part of the the movie was that you didn't know anything. It was kind of mysterious in that aspect. But I also feel like they could have gotten, they could have done more. I thought it did just enough. I think yeah. they tried with the flashbacks, but because the flashbacks weren't enough, to me, I'd rather have them I've either taken it out or added more. I could see maybe ten more minutes or fifteen. I don't think I don't think I could do a whole another more thirty minutes. I feel like it'd be a lot of filler. But yeah, I, I agree to an extent. Yeah. Um I don't really have anything else to say that's not a spoiler, so you recommend? You ready to go? Uh I will say um what's what's his name? Um Who, the Redhead. Yeah, Oh, Mr. Ron Weasley, Rupert Grant. Yeah, Rupert Thanks. Grant. I feel like he did pretty good too. I I forgot he was in the movie. <laughs> and there's a one part where where he showed up and I was just like so surprised. I was not expecting him. I'm really happy for him that he got a role like this. Yeah. Cuz you don't see him in much nowadays. Yeah, I feel like he's mostly in like comedies now. Yeah, I think this suits him. Serious roles like this. Yeah, no, I liked it. I liked it, yeah. Uh, I would recommend. So Definitely. two out of two hooligans recommend. Edward has no say this week, so that means 100%. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're going to get into spoilers. If you haven't seen the movie and you want to go watch it, go watch it now. This is strictly our opinion, so your opinion may change. You know, go and see it for yourself. And uh, if you have seen it, or if you're not going to see it and you don't care about spoilers, then just stay tuned because um, we're going to get in spoilers right now. Make sure there's links in the description and all that for all of our stuff. And make sure you subscribe, hit the bell if you're on YouTube, and subscribe on any of the podcast platforms so you can not miss an episode. And um, yeah, we'll see you later if you're not coming back, but we're going to spoilers right now. I can't believe that little girl stabbed Dave Batista in the neck. <laughs> Let's go! You continued it for Edward. That's awesome. Yeah, he deserved it, though. <laughs> Just kidding. Let's talk about... Um, Would you... Okay, give me your overall thought. I know you kind of you kind of said it in the spoiler-free, but... What do you think? I, I think... And... Don't take this the wrong way. For anyone that worked on this film. I just feel like at the end of the day, it didn't accomplish a whole, whole lot. Yeah. If that makes sense. Like, it was just like, it was a solid premise. Solid enough to be a movie. Right. If that makes sense. 
that's my general consensus. The way I was thinking about it because it was simple, it could have used the twist. Like if the whole thing was fake, that would be a crazy twist. But I also enjoyed seeing the actual end of the world. Like I thought that was really cool. You know, that would have been. It's funny because I was like, that's why I was the whole decision contemplating thing is just like, yeah, because at a point I'm just like, what if it is fake and they're just like messing with them, dude? Like I they are a cult. When you when I saw it pre-recorded, I was like, oh, the whole thing's fake. Yeah, exactly. Like, oh man, this like they're really gonna kill one of the family members and it's gonna be fake. And then like the whole Leonard, whatever the cult leader, is just gonna be like, all right, my job's done. Like it's gonna be like some like ancient yeah. ritual or something they had to do for the like cult. I'm just like, oh my gosh, that'd be insane. But even then, um, well, I guess this is uh, well, actually, I I said all my cons already. If you have any more, um, I think yeah, I mostly said all my cons. I'm just I'm just torn about. I wanted it to be more complicated, but I enjoyed the simplicity. So it's like, yeah, I think it's because he has a track record of being complicated, like with this twist and stuff. You're always trying to figure out the twist. All right. So now that he like is basing this off of that one book and it's just not as complicated, it's it's kind of like, oh, I wanted a little bit more. I was expecting more, but like you said, it, it's nothing wrong with that. Um. Yeah, I guess the only this isn't a con, but the only room for improvement. Well, I guess I'm not even. I don't know how to say it. I just wish there was a little more background of either the characters, so that we can be feel more emotionally connected to them. Because when Rupert died, like yes, I felt bad for him because he's a normal person, but we didn't really know anything about his life, so I didn't really feel that death. You know what I mean? So I felt yeah, like that's fair. It did come pretty fast. Even the even the parents and the daughter. There was some background, but it wasn't enough. Mm -hmm. um, so either more time in character development or more time discussing why those people have to pick or showing the visions that they saw. You know what I mean? Like, just something. It just yeah. seemed a little empty at times. Yeah, and I think, um, like, because... Was it Eric that got the visions? One of the people, one of the, um... They all got visions. Well, I'll, I'll, the strangers did. I'm talking about one of the, one of the people. Oh, yeah. I don't think he had a vision, so to say, but... He saw something, though. Something. He, like, is, like, all-world seeing eye. But, um, you know, I also, I appreciated the... There was a little bit of jokes in there. I appreciated some of the jokes they added in there. Yeah. Like, they were self-aware of, like, this sounds insane. Like, this is crazy. Like, we shouldn't believe this. I also like... is like... They they had no idea what they were doing. They've never done this before. So, they were getting their butt kicked, right? Like, in the beginning when they broke into the house. Because yeah. they've never, like, done that before. They never fought people. They've never subdued someone. That's why that guy got a concussion. Because they're not pros at it. And... They know how crazy they sound, and somehow they still have to convince these people. And it showed the struggle of, like, how hard it would be to convince someone, you know? 
it is also it like you said earlier it really humanized them like the strangers each have like their own lives they all come from different states they literally only met because of a vision and they right. didn't even think they didn't even think they were going to meet they're just like oh my vision says to go here so i'm going to go here and then all of a sudden there's and three other strangers they, they meet themselves too yeah i love how like that goes back to the humanizing thing i love how they tried to not be strangers like they're like right. i know this i know this is scary i know you're not going to believe me so i'm going to tell you like almost everything about me like i'm going to tell you exactly why i'm here right who i am what i'm doing so if anything goes wrong you know and they kept going back to the daughter. Was her name Wes? When? When? Yeah. Keep going back to her because I feel like that was like the connection point. Like that's where they made the connection is with the daughter. Shout yeah, out! But- shout out to the actress, Christine yeah. Hugh. I I actually read that's her first acting gig. Really? Damn. Yeah. She so did good for good, then. good for her. Yeah. But yeah. I think I think it did really, that whole that whole thing was really good. And even um even like I loved how the couple Eric and Andrew I love how they tried to make sense of everything. Like they're not stupid. Yeah. And what 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 was sad cuz like this does happen in real life and it's unfortunate is like um they are they are a, a gay couple and so their first thought was like we're being targeted. Like we're like they're just trying to to kill us because you were a part of the LGBT, which is like, it's a sad reality. And like, but they're like self-aware enough to even to think that's happening. And right. then the strangers are just like, you know, like, no, it's not targeting. It just, it just, it brings this whole mass hysteria and it's just chaos. Like you don't know what to believe, what decision they're going to make. And the back to the whole humanity thing too, is if you were in this situation, what decision would you make? Like, cause it's crazy to think about that right. because like picking my family or 7 billion people, like it's, it's pretty crazy. It's not even that easy of a decision because it's picking my family or people I love, people I don't know. You know, it could not even be real. Yeah, exactly. Like, just imagine it. Them. Imagine if they believed him off the spot and then they're like, "Oh, haha, just kidding." Yeah, and you're just like, "What?" Like, would you sacrifice someone in your own family based on something you don't even know is true? Yeah, exactly. So it, it's it's unfortunate, but um. Yeah, I, I w- like filmmaking wise, like with the cinematography stuff, I really like the lighting they mm-hmm. used in the framework for every shot that they did. I thought it was like very appealing to the eye, even though it wasn't just like one place. And um, what I got out of it was like the message of like humanity can be very naive, selfish, right? Like taking the mores of belief in something and like the doubt of it. And, like, how you can doubt. It's kind of like, in a way, like, doubting belief in something. Right. And like, I don't know if they meant to do it, like, with, like, faith, faith-based or anything, but it's kind of what it took out a little bit. I don't know. I just think it's a, it, it was a really interesting story. Like, I, the whole time, I was really invested and interested. I was oh, like, yeah, I need, it kept you on the edge of your seat. I don't know if it's real. I need, you know. And they also Absolutely. did the suspense really well, like you said. Absolutely. I agree. There were times where I was on the edge of my seat. <laughs> um, then, okay, the plot twist I was talking about earlier, it's not really a plot twist, but when they each had to kill the other people. Oh, yeah. Oh, that, was, that was crazy. I did not expect that at all. What made me sad is seeing uh, an Adrian talking about having a son. She's like begging yeah. them. 
And yeah. then like, please, she does it. And what's funny is I can tell by her sympathy stuff. I was like, I bet she does have a son. Like, yeah, I feel like she wasn't lying about that. And she wasn't sadly, but what made it worse too, with the whole decision thing, like how we're like contemplating this or not is whenever like Andrew recognized Redmond and was like, you're the guy that like assaulted yeah. me. And I was like, Oh, that's not good. Like, Oh no. Like that's kind of yeah. crazy. It's just, it's a coincidence, but yeah, it's insane. And then, okay, here's, here's a funny story. So this is not intentional. So when I was watching the movie with a cut with a couple friends, the, the four strangers showed up, they start talking about the apocalypse, whatnot. I literally am like, I kind of, I said it kind of quiet. Like I didn't like say it to a friend, but I literally just, I literally was like, Haha, <laughs> what if they're like the four horsemen of the apocalypse? Like, just yeah. as a joke, because there's four of them. I literally only said, oh, because there's four of them. Yeah, and then just it turned out that they were. Yeah, and I was just like, yo, that's kind of cool. Because they, they didn't, they probably didn't even know that they were. No, no, probably not. But that's their role. Yeah. given role. Um, Redman was uh, Malice. Leonard was leading. He was a coach. Redmond was a construction worker. Sabrina was a nurse. She's like nur- She's like a medicine, right? And then Adrian is nurturing because she uh she can cook. She and she, like food, take take <laughs> care of food. Well, like that's like nurturing, like taking care yeah. of someone through food. She was a chef. Yeah, she was a chef, and just you like know what else I thought about crazy. Yeah, and it's really well. I shouldn't say selfish. That's not the right word. But all four of them saw the visions, and all four of them had to make the same decisions that the family did. They had to decide to murder somebody, to sacrifice themselves, like literally get killed themselves, and do all this to save the world. And so from their perspective, they're probably like, look, I'm choosing to sacrifice myself and you can't choose to sacrifice someone else. Like because of you now I have to die too. You know? Yeah. Because they, they could have made the decision sooner. I would have been pissed. (laughs) I would have been pissed that they weren't believing me and I had to die. Especially first, like Rupert did. Dude, that poor dude. I thought, I thought they were going to like hurt the, the people. That's how, in a sense, that's how you, like, believe in them is because they could have easily, like, tortured them and been like, no, one of y'all has to die, but they didn't touch him. They didn't touch him. Because they they didn't want to. They exactly. didn't want to do anything they, more than they wanted, needed. And the um, last thing I'm going to say, the, the whole humanizing thing, even when they killed um, each other, the strangers, mm-hmm. Every time they were, they all were uneasy and they yeah. hated it. They hated the leader. Huge. He was thrown up. Yeah. They, but, they could not handle it. Which in a way, because they didn't want to see it, you know? Yeah. Which in a way shows that they haven't done it before. Right. You, they really haven't done this. They're just normal people right. trying to do what's right for the world. Um, going back to a negative or not a negative, but a, what I think they should have done is I feel like they should have put all the flashbacks in the beginning of the movie. Yeah. Um, you know, show us that they picked the daughter, they raised it, you know, give us that and then go over into the cabin, you know, I could see that. Yeah. Instead of the flashbacks. I see what they're trying to do. I think that they didn't do that because of pacing issues, but yeah, yeah. I could see how they would have done that. So 
this is, I guess, another weird thing I was thinking about is they made it to the end. They made it to all four stages of the apocalypse. Like, <laughs> and they still were like, mm, I don't know. Millions of people have died at that point. There's natural disasters all over the world. If that was a thing that everyone has done, like, throughout centuries, like, that's not a reoccurring thing, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I thought that was weird. Like, everyone would have been talking about it. Like, oh, the end of the world again. But everyone oh, acted like it was the first time. That's what I was going to bring up, is what was the explanation again for why it's specifically them that they had to, one of them had to die? That specific family? There, it's just what their vision said? They said yeah. whoever's at this cabin. It's because just a random family has to do it. That's at the cabin. They did specifically mention the cabin lot. I what will about, say where because I was I think mind. it was random. Like that's the point of the thing, is you have to pick a random family. And they just happened to be at the cabin, so that's where they went. That's where the vision showed them. Because that's where they were. Yeah. That makes sense. That's all I got. What would you rate this movie? Uh, if that's honestly, you eight, eight out of ten. Okay, I'd give it a. I'll go with a six point five. Jeez, no, it's, it's not. No, it's not bad. That's like average. I just it just didn't do enough for me. I guess. Like yeah. I liked it. I did like it. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. It's okay. We're going to do okay. Edward will give his rating at some point, and you'll see it on What's our average. It's the average, like a 7.5, 7.25? Yeah, something like that, more than likely. We're still waiting on Edwards, but yeah. About 7.25, yeah. You know how to do your math. <laughs> and on that note, thank you all so much for watching, whether it be on YouTube or any of our podcast platforms. Uh, make sure you look at the links in the description for all of our social media and um, our merch store. We've still got a lot we're selling right there. And um, make sure you subscribe. Notifications on, of course. And as always, we will see you next Thursday. Stay ahead and run for us.